welcome to Life Lessons with Kathleen. My name is Kathleen Seals, and my goal is to help elevate human consciousness and awareness so that we can understand our true infinite potential as humans. The more we work together and share knowledge, the better we all become. And that's my goal with this podcast. Thanks so much for joining me today. Let's jump right into the episode and make sure you subscribe so you can receive updates when we have new episodes. Welcome to episode two of Life Lessons with Kathleen, and I am joined by Jonathan, my husband, Jonathan Seals. Thank you for being here today. Thank you. Howdy, howdy. (laughs) Howdy, howdy, howdy. (laughs) So this is the Naptime Chronicles, (laughs) and um, today I had a topic that I've been kind of throwing around in my brain for a while. And it merges two areas of um, study. So there's the subconscious mind and how it receives information and what it does with that information. And then there's also, in psychology, there are a whole bunch of biases that shape the way that we perceive the world and they keep us from being completely objective. We can't be as humans objective and there's a bunch of biases that explain why. So one of them is... A confirmation bias. So we have this thing called a confirmation bias. And what that does is it seeks to confirm the beliefs that we hold or the things that we think. Okay. And so, for example, if you feel like everyone is out to get you, all you notice are that people are out to get you, right? You, Your brain seeks to confirm whatever you hold true as a belief in your head. Right. I always pick the wrong guy. Exactly. This always happens to me. I have all the bad luck. Exactly. Exactly. So stuff like that. It can work for positive things too. Like people get along with me really well. So that's why saying positive. I have a beautiful smile. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So having positive affirmation. This is my good side. (laughs) Right. Okay. Right. And then it becomes your good side, right? And so they call it a self-fulfilling prophecy too, kind of. But this is more called the confirmation bias. And the, the whole point of that is that whatever your beliefs are, you look for things that confirm your beliefs. That's powerful. Yes. Well, it's even more powerful when you think about the the link between that and the subconscious mind because we can change our beliefs, but most of our beliefs are actually just imprinted in our minds by those around us, by the music we listen to, by the things we watch on TV, the media we consume, any of the media we consume, the things that other people who are trusted in our lives have told us. So all of those things pour into our subconscious mind and it has no ability to accept or reject information. So the problem is, is when someone tells you something that you don't necessarily want to believe, unless you actually verbally address it and then tell your subconscious mind what you want to believe, and this is a whole nother topic, but unless you do that, your subconscious mind is just going to take it as fact. Okay, so let's talk about that for a little bit because I know that I've been told things by people that I trusted and just believed it. Mm -hmm. And then when I regurgitated that same information to someone else who knew better, they looked at me like I was crazy and they asked me quickly, who told you that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, isn't that the way it's supposed to be, you know? So I'm I'm curious to know then, does that mean 
that all of the information that we absorb, whether it literally is the music we listen to, the books we read, the signs we see passing on the freeway, yep. the, the things people say to us that mm -hmm. may or may not be true, but mm -hmm. it seems true because they're so convicted when they say it, that means that we actually internalize that and yes. we hold that as truth? Yes, they become your beliefs as the facts of the world around you. Unless we don't believe them. Unless we, unless we negate them in that moment, right? Right, I mean, unless you make a conscious choice. But even then, it's filling your subconscious with possibilities that this is true. And so you have to then overwhelmingly disagree with it. And Call balderdash. <laughs> right, exactly. But that's a whole other topic. We're going to talk about okay. that another time, and I've got a lesson on that that I'm working on too. But the whole point of this is to really understand, because everything begins with awareness. You cannot make a, right. you can't make a lasting change without awareness because you have no idea of what it is, right? You can't, you can't make any change without awareness. Yeah. You didn't know to, that there were bikes until there were, and then you wanted to ride one, but you didn't want to ride a bike before you knew about bikes. Of course. You never came up with the concept on your own, right? So mm -hmm. awareness is very important. So this is a kind of an awareness step. And then we'll go into some of the clearing steps and the other steps on how to avoid believing things you don't want. But one way, and that's the one I want to talk about today, is the media. So the media we consume, whether it's social media, whether it's the media on your television, whether it's you're reading an article, whether it's the, the music you listen to, which uh, music is extremely powerful because you can read something that you don't like it's not going to resonate with you for very long right it can kind of go away pretty quickly but music stays and to think of it this way you can hear a song you don't like is that going to go away no it's going to stick with one you forever <laughs> right so Ugh. music is really really powerful programming tool that people don't realize for instance you can't always get what you want isn't that a song <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So these are things that have been programmed into you, whether you believe it or not, or whether you want to believe it or not, it is being programmed. Your mind is being programmed. So when you listen to lyrics, whether you actually believe them or not, your subconscious is being trained to believe them. So consciously, you may not think that. You may not agree with it. But subconsciously, you're being programmed to think that's reality. So what does that mean when our subconscious is programmed? Because I, I'm aware of many of the parents in the world who will put on a certain station and they'll be listening to and enjoying having a good time. And then two days later, the, a different station is on. The music is off entirely. Mm -hmm. And their children in the back start singing those songs. Yeah. And for the first time, the parent realizes, oh my God, <laughs> maybe I shouldn't play that music anymore because they're singing about you know shaking your groove thing and slapping booties yeah and the kids have no right. idea what it means they have right. no idea no what it means clue. they're just singing the words right but one day they will and whatever those words are will be some of their beliefs so so so, so in actuality those children who have no idea what they're actually saying they're just going with the rhythm just speaking the words they are subconsciously being imprinted and programmed exactly so what does that do in the future? Do, do you tend, do we act on our subconscious? Absolutely. Every day. More than you act on your conscious behaviors. 
our subconscious is controlled. Your subconscious is running your life. So if I'm listening to nothing but straight up gangster rap. That's what you're going to think reality is. It will start to... Even your children. Even your children, if they're hearing it. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Then they'll start thinking that way. Even if you tell them otherwise, the things that are being programmed repeatedly into our subconscious are the things that are going to run the programs of our life. Mm. Wow. Okay. So, one more question, Mm -hmm. because this is fascinating, actually. I hadn't thought about it from that perspective that even at a young age we would just start to embody that especially at a young age that's so, when it's the the most vulnerable from like 0 to 7 so then does that mean that a child even though they don't understand what it is that they're listening to or what they're watching will they start enacting that behavior even at that age they or might. will it grow, they grow mm-hmm. into it? They might. They might. It depends on what it is. I mean, some of it, if they really have no concept of it, if it's sexual things and they, they don't even know what that is, they're not going to do that, right? Right. But if it's things that are like talking to a person in a certain way by the lyrics in the song, absolutely. Absolutely. You'll catch that attitude right away. I know when um, Xander's mom and I were talking about what what he was acting like when he was maybe five, five or six. Right. So watching a lot of television that was causing him to act out. He was acting exactly like those shows and we could pinpoint which program he had watched with which person. Yes. Because he started like that to little girl be that those bear. characters. Right. <laughs> it was horrible. And so we cut those things out and his behavior completely changed. He was a different kid, really well behaved, not acting out, not saying bad things to us. I mean, it's, it's really apparent in children. So parental guidance, that is important. Well, at least, well, so we, so it we doesn't look. just mean like be careful and watch it with them. It means discuss it with them. Tell them, you know, that little girl was acting poorly. Well, exactly. Or don't. I would say I would recommend watch it first. See if you think you want the kids to embody any of these behaviors. If not, then don't let them watch it. It's not going to hurt them. There's plenty of good things out there for them to watch and learn from. But that's also true for the world around us. But the media is really what we can be super particular about and choose. I mean, we can choose our behaviors as well, but we can choose the music we listen to, the, the things that we watch on TV, the things that we let them hear and see, because those are going to be really, really imprinting a, a, a future for them. That's right. what their future looks like. Whatever the beliefs are of those songs, of those characters, of whatever, that's what they will then believe. That is so interesting because growing up, I was exposed to uh, three types of music, R&B, Motown, and hip hop. That's all that was played in my household. I mean, I I didn't listen to Bach. There was no Beethoven. Um, There was no rock and roll. If there was rock and roll, then it was usually by somebody that was rock and roll and blues, kind of mixture in that way, you know, the original rock and roll. But no no Rolling Stones, nothing like that. Not until I got older and I was in my teenage years that I started to really get more connected with that. And truth be told, I didn't even know what Frank Sinatra looked like until I was 21 <laughs> years old. That's ridiculous. I, I, I saw a picture of him on a, on a wall at, at a friend's house and I thought, 
who's that guy? That's your dad? She goes, no, that's Frank Sinatra. <laughs> Is that your dad? <laughs> so I, I get it. I get yeah. it. And it's entire, so the entire time this has been going on, this programming, even when we feel like it's okay, how do we become more aware of what is really okay for mm-hmm. them to watch, for us, mm-hmm. for us to even be looking at? Because I know there's times where um, I'll be prompted to to put in what I like before I join a new app. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or if you if you That's read... what they're asking you. They're asking you, what are your beliefs? What do you want to see? What do you like already? So that I can show you more of that. So so, so quickly. So I, I did, I started TikTok. <laughs> and one of the questions was, uh, do I want something that I think I'll like, right? For whatever the reason, they, they I, 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 I pinpointed everything I wanted, and then I ended up getting these videos of, no offense, but really hood people doing really <laughs> hood stuff. And I did not want that. Yeah. Did I laugh? Yes. Right. <laughs> so maybe... I did want so, that subconsciously. Right. Yeah. Is that what that was? Totally. I actually was like, yeah, yeah show me some hood stuff. <laughs> is that what happened? Yeah, you didn't know it, but you did. So my mentor has actually introduced me to this concept. He said, if your news feed is something that you don't like, don't blame Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn or whoever it is, whatever platform, TikTok that you're on. Blame your subconscious because it is a direct reflection of what you accept into your subconscious mind and your life. So, for instance, the questions that you asked there, that you answered there, I mean, that's a really obvious solution, but I sometimes just the things that you interact with. If you interact with a post, it's tracking that because it wants to give you things that you want and believe. Subconsciously. Right. Facebook and Instagram and all those platforms, they want to give you stuff that you like because that's what the algorithm is for. It's not to scare you or freak you out. It's to give you the things that you want and like. So what it does is it pays attention to what you pay attention to. And that's something that really is important. You need to start paying attention to what you pay attention to. When you slow down your feed to watch that video, is that a video that you really want to be paying attention to? Or is it something that later you're going to be like, why is it showing me this stuff? Because you stopped long enough to look at it and give it attention. Yeah. Pay attention to what you're paying attention to. If you're not paying attention to the music that you're listening to, you're just getting blindly programmed. Like, can you imagine anywhere in life if people knew that they were being subconsciously programmed without anyone telling them would they be okay with that i mean people will be in uproar infuriated but they feel like they have the choice of what they're listening to because it's the radio but the radio is playing whatever it's playing and most of the time people aren't paying attention because you only have so much attention you can give true so it's being subconsciously put into your mind whatever the new song that comes out you don't get a chance to not hear it after you've heard it (laughs) it's already there and you know it's and so, maybe stuck in your mind yeah. all day. You make a good point because I think that and if, you're repeating if you were, that all day. That's not an affirmation yeah. necessarily. Sometimes those things are definitely not affirmations that are where you want to take your life. And you know there, there's um, there's like different uh, train t- train that you have and teaching that you have about mm-hmm. the I am. Yes. And how important it is to speak over and over again, the I am and, and that who you, you want. that you want. Mm-hmm. And I think to your, what not why right now what you're saying I'm putting two and two together. 
And I'm realizing that those songs that we sing over and over and over again, those movies that we watch again and again and again and again mm-hmm. to receive some sort of emotional connection to it mm-hmm. is actually <laughs> just sort of, um, I guess... Um, Enhancing the imprinting. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And almost in a way pulling us back into a place that's comfortable so we don't have to make change. Sure. I mean, I, I kind of, I, I'm, I'm seeing it that way. Well, I guess like before we go off into the tangent, I, the awareness part, you mentioned the awareness portion of this, mm-hmm. becoming aware of it. Mm-hmm. Once we are aware, at least that this is happening to us, mm-hmm. what's the next step? Do we start sure. to look for it? in our world and realize and in a sense say you know this station isn't good for me to listen to with my children or yeah. myself yeah or perhaps you know this, this these exactly movies that I'm putting on well, my kids in the room and well I'm in the room I mean just period like, maybe right. I, I, do we do we start to just look at all of what we're ingesting I do because I read um, a quote today by Emerson I believe and it was uh, it, it was something like I don't remember all the books that I've read just as much as I don't remember the food I've ate. Regardless, it is what I'm made of. So you may not remember everything you've ever read or everything you've ever learned, but it is what you makes you, you. Yeah. Just as much as the food that you've eaten makes you, you. It has created your body, literally. Right. And the, all the information that you gather creates your mind. You are what you eat. You are what you think. Exactly. And so, yeah, paying attention to those things. If we're talking about social media, maybe it's you're clearing out your, you might want to take a look at the things that you've said you like on whatever platform it is. And maybe unlike some of those things, maybe unfollow some of those people that you don't necessarily want to follow, that you don't want that message. I know I've been really diligent at that since I was aware, became aware of it. It's been so easy for me to say, no, that's not, that's not the beliefs that I have. That's not where I want to go. That's not the thoughts that I want to think. Just remove it. It's so simple because you know where you're, you want to go. You know, and at least you know what you don't want. A lot of people can tell you what they don't want, but they can't tell you what they want. But it's easy to clear out the things you don't want as you start to find them. Just get rid of them. I wonder, is it that easy? Because I, I, I find that when I listen to music that it may not be the best for my child to listen to there's certain comfort there i get a feeling behind it i have the energy and i want to move and i want to dance to it and releasing that almost feels like cutting out a piece of yourself a part that made you people connect to music and to to movies and to and to the the, what they read on, on social media they connect to it so emphatically so i'm curious you know like yeah how 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 easy is that to just wash it away? Sometimes it's not, but that's growth. And that's saying, I am made up of my past, but I am not my past. And if you want to go to a future that is bigger, brighter, and better, you're going to have to leave some things in the past. And that's okay. They can't come with you to the future because you don't have room to take them there. Yeah. You have to make room for new things. That's right. Because the vacuum law of prosperity says you got to clear out what you don't want so you can make room for what you do want. And even though it makes you you, don't negate that. It makes you who you are. Yeah. But does it make you who you want to be? No, no. It makes, yeah, then very maybe true. it's not 
the right thing to bring along. Especially since we all want to be better people. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever met a single person, even <laughs> convicts in prison. They want to be a better convict. Want to be worse? Right? <laughs> even, they want to be better at something. <laughs> you want to be better than no? <laughs> I want to be trash. Nobody says that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's incredible. So yeah, it's watching watching what you're consuming at all levels, and being aware of it, and realizing that it's not just because you need to watch out for your subconscious programming. It's because your subconscious programming combined with the bias, the confirmation bias, means you will manifest that in the world, that which resides in your subconscious. You will manifest into your reality mm. every day. Without a choice. No choice. It's going to happen it no matter what. It will happen. So there's ways to stop that, but it takes awareness and to want to change that. So what is your suggestion to people right now who are listening to this and they understand, they, they feel that they need to make that change as well and for the first time they're becoming aware? What, what is your first suggestion for them to do, to act upon this So problem? think about the places that you consume the most media, whether it's social media, whether it's music, maybe it's a little bit of both, but find like really pinpoint the ones that you consume the most and start paying attention. Is that the message that I want to believe? Is that the message that I want in my life? Is that if this song were a picture, would I want that movie to be played throughout my life or do I want a different movie? Or the same thing, like I said, on social media, really take a look and see who you like and follow and for our friends with. Are you really, do you like, do they need to be on your feed? Do you need to see that? Or maybe there's someone that can be like kind of hidden. You just, they're there, but you don't have to see them prominently. Yeah, not just the moms who post all the pictures of their children all the time. <laughs> I mean, that's a positive message at least. It You're is not a positive message, right? Programmed with people, something bad. People are more apt to cut that person out. Right, <laughs> right. exactly. Then the bad message. Exactly. Isn't that crazy? It's yeah. so funny. Yeah. Nothing but their children constantly. Right. I see them uh, eat twice today. Right. <laughs> Happy kids. Wow. <laughs> Let me read the grumpy messages. Like, and that's what they're choosing, though. But that's subconsciously choosing, right? Because yes. whatever reason, maybe they heard in a song that said. I never get the right guy or something. And so they want to be grumpy about it. So but they don't want to be. They won't because grumpy brings them comfort in their subconscious mind. So that's what it's seeking. <clears throat> that's the first step. That's so yeah. important. Yeah. Taking that very first step. T- taking um, uh, account and also like looking at all the things that you are absorbing mm-hmm. and that, that you're allowing to be imprinted into you. And, and so follow people. Like subscribe to this so you get positive thoughts. So you get regular injections of yes good thinking and a next level thinking to elevate your consciousness because that's the only way you're going to get further in life is by elevating your state of consciousness and awareness and knowing where to go i think that's the other thing too i I think it's it's as easy as typing in a keyword nowadays Mm -hmm. right (laughs) you're going to find somebody that might speak to you oh yeah for sure look for things like mindset and uh, personal growth things like that personal development people who yeah beliefs things like that those are those are enlightened thoughts awakening things like that and instead of spending time just you know scrolling through instagram or scrolling through tiktok and watching a bunch of stuff go on people Mm -hmm. doing their lives you Mm -hmm. could be learning about 
how to actually make a change in your life. Right. To get where you want to be. Right. So we, so lastly, that's the last question truly. Um, once you become aware mm-hmm. and start to change what you're feeding yourself, do you find that you create a better diet? Ultimately? Of course. And you're, it's more appealing to you. Just like if you've ever gone on a diet for long enough. And I don't know, it, maybe... You don't want to go back. You don't want to go back. It feels good. No more cheat days. You like... Yeah, what, why? Why be cheating? Because you like this food. So there's um, a study... Uh, I can't remember where this guy was. I think he was in... I don't know, in Europe. But I know he cut out sugar for 30 days. And the first, like, two weeks were torture. When he got to day, like, 15 to 20, he could not even imagine having sugar anymore because he cut it out. He went through the withdrawal process, right? It's the same thing as all of these things, right? You're going to go through a process because it's change. You're going to go through a withdrawal process from the information that you used to be seeing and receiving. You're going to miss some of the music that you used to hear. But after a while, you'll come to the point where you realize, like, I don't even want to invite that into my life anymore. That's not even appealing to me right now. I'm on a different trajectory. The things that I want to invite into my life are on another path. Not better, not anything, just different. There's comfort in that. Yeah. Knowing that that's a possibility. And that's the necessary, that it's necessary for change. It doesn't seem that hard. It doesn't seem hard. It's going to be challenging, but it's not hard. It might take... It will take conscious effort and it would be advised to have support, have other people who are also on that journey with you, who are on that personal growth path and you'll find them as you move along. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. I mean, you start to flock the same birds, you know? Yep. Yep. Wow. Incredible. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for joining me today. <laughs> yes. I hope you'll be able to join me again soon. I might run into you. I like to know how to get possibly in the hallway. I like to know what the next step is after this. Sure. Yeah. We'll do that next time. Great. Yeah. Thank you so much for being with me today for Life Lessons with Kathleen. I really appreciate your time as it's so valuable. It's the only non-renewable resource that you have. The only thing you can never get back. So I appreciate the time you spent with me. And I hope that you got something out of this to elevate your consciousness to the next level, at least even a little bit, because every little bit that we learn takes us to a new level of awareness, and that allows us to a new step of growth. I hope you enjoyed today, and if you did, make sure you click subscribe. Can't wait to see you on the next episode. Thank you.